Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. ...between Foxhole Road and Reservoir Road. This is because of a down pull on wires. The police activity, Parkland Place, between Wacklark Place and Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. Also, Newton on uh, Newcomb Street shut down between 5th Street and Malcolm X Avenue. Again, because of an ongoing police investigation. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now we go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Clouds on the increase this evening, turning mostly cloudy with your temperatures dropping through the 40s overnight, about 32 to 38 degrees. We'll have some patchy fog and stray showers and watch for anything that could be freezing prior to 9 a.m. So watch the elevated surfaces. Tomorrow afternoon, just shy 50 degrees with a slight chance of showers in the afternoon and evening. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Springfield is at 42 degrees. Some parts of our area could drop to freezing overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And good evening. I'm Dimitri Summers. Coming up here, campaign 2024 on WTOP. After the results in New Hampshire, a lot of pundits and observers say we are going to have a repeat of the 2020 election between Donald Trump and current President Joe Biden. The latest from CBS News at midnight. Concerns over leadership in Montgomery County schools are felt at the county council. I'm Kate Ryan. The daughter of the former director of national intelligence has her murder conviction tossed out in Maryland. No charges against Park police officers involved in a deadly chase two years ago. Not the best night for the Capitals. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. CBS News projects he's one step closer to the Republican presidential nomination. For a second week in a row, Donald Trump wins big. I want to thank everybody. This is a fantastic state. This is a great, great state. The former president says he will be getting the Republican nomination. When you win Iowa and you win New Hampshire, they've never had a loss. There's never been. So we're not going to be the first, I can tell you. But Nikki Haley says she's staying in the race. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. That includes her home state of South Carolina, which holds its Republican primary in a month. Matt Piper, CBS News, Manchester, New Hampshire. Ramping up, the U.S. military has again attacked facilities used by Iranian-backed militias in Iraq. CBS's Charlie Daggett has that. It's in response to repeated attacks, including one just a few days ago on the Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq, and a sustained missile and rocket bombardment that injured four U.S. service members. There have been more than 150 attacks against U.S. targets in the region by Iranian-backed militias since the war began in Gaza in early October. It's not often that the words San Diego and torrential rains appear in the same sentence. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti says parts of the city have been flooded. Fire crews in San Diego say people were caught off guard. Many were trapped. In fact, we know hundreds needed to be rescued, in some cases using boats. There are some powerful images, in fact, of people being taken out on kayaks to higher ground. Almost three inches of rain fell on the city on Monday. The Kentucky gun shop that sold the assault weapon used by a 25-year-old man to kill people at a bank in Louisville last April is now being sued by survivors and families of the victims. Lawyer Tad Thomas. The shooter used an AR-15 style rifle rifle purchased at River City Firearms to murder five of his colleagues at the bank, 
wounded eight more people, including responding police officers. The gunman was shot and killed by police at the scene. Listeners in New York City got to listen to him before he came to the CBS radio network. Parachuting disaster on Lake Erie. As many as five feared killed as a light plane hits the WCBS radio tower. And a wave of terrorism in Vietnam. Good morning. This is Charles Osgood, News Radio 88. A legend in broadcasting and a mainstay at CBS for 45 years, Charles Osgood died at his home in New Jersey Tuesday. He was 91. The newest member of the governing body of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints says he'd like to see the church take better care of victims of sex abuse. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th, 2024. Welcome in. Mostly cloudy, patchy fog possible by daybreak. Might see a stray shower. Veronica says the low will be 32 to 38 by daybreak Wednesday. We're at 34 degrees in Washington right now. Good morning to you. Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour ride, Wednesday morning, midweek. As we begin the ride this morning, while the Montgomery County Board of Education has said this week it will not comment further on the status of the superintendent, the county council is hearing plenty from parents about this. There's nothing more important in the community than our public school system. Montgomery County Council President Andrew Friedson says while the council's oversight role is limited when it comes to schools, the council is hearing from parents who want to know what's going on between the school board and the superintendent. Monday, Superintendent Monifa McKnight issued a public statement saying she's been asked by board members to, quote, step away from her job and vowed to defend her reputation. Friedson says the council's waiting for an inspector general's report on the school system's handling of sexual harassment allegations by a former middle school principal. We'll have recommendations on policy and procedure changes at MCPS that we can discuss at that point. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. WTOP News Time, 12.04 Wednesday morning. The murder conviction has been thrown out for Sophia Negroponte. She's the daughter of former Director of National Intelligence, John Negroponte. She was convicted, you may remember, of stabbing her best friend to death about a year ago. Negroponte went to prison for second-degree murder in the killing of Yusef Ramusin in the early 2020 period. Now... The appellate courts of Maryland has sent the case back, apparently, for a new trial, saying the jury should not have seen parts of an interrogation video showing police questioning and police credibility. The court further says also the jury should never have heard testimony from a prosecution expert witness in the case who also, they say, questioned her credibility. No charges will be filed against four U.S. Park police officers in connection to a deadly police chase on Benning Road in Northeast D.C. two years ago. 29-year-old James Herndon of Hyattsville was killed that day after a police chase in June of 2022. U.S. Attorney's Office in the case for D.C. says there is not enough evidence to pursue criminal civil rights or other charges against the officers in the case. During the night of that wreck, D.C. police were trying to conduct a traffic stop on Herndon, who was driving then a three-wheel Can-Am sports motorcycle because they believed at the time he was a wanted as it was a wanted murder suspect. Herndon took off, though, leading D.C. police on a chase. And at the request of D.C. police, U.S. Park Police joined in on the chase. Herndon also lost control of his motorcycle that night and crashed. He was pronounced dead at the scene. WTOP at 12.05 at one apartment locally in Prince George's County. Police were able this week to take, last week actually, to take a whole lot of drugs off the streets as we hear from WTOP's Mike Marillo. I don't think we knew exactly what was going to be inside the apartment 
uh, when they made the uh, entrance. And last Thursday, Deputy Chief Zachary O'Leary with Prince George's County Police says detectives serving a search warrant at an apartment on Hamilton Street in Riverdale found nine men, three guns, cocaine, and thousands of fentanyl pills. This was a dangerous scene for officers, and they took nine suspects into custody without incident. And he says the Prince George's County Police Department was able to intercept nearly 14,000 fentanyl pills before they were able to be sold on our streets. All the men, most of whom are from the county, are facing a long list of drug charges in Upper Marlboro. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 1206 in your Wednesday morning. A law that requires gun dealers locally in Anne Arundel County to hand out suicide prevention and conflict resolution pamphlets to buyers has been upheld by a federal appeals court. The Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals rejecting an appeal by a gun rights group and four store owners on a 2022 ruling that found the county's requirement was constitutional. In a statement, Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman says this morning this ruling was a win for the people of the county of the country. WTOP News Time, 1207. So what impact is the recent rain and snow we've seen around here having on drought conditions these days across the region? This morning, WTOP Scott Gelman tells us things are better, but it's too early to say still whether or not we will have to conserve water around here again. The recent rains and snow are very good news for the basin. But Michael Nardolilli with the Interstate Commission on the Potomac River Basin warns. We are not out of the woods yet. If we had the return to the dry conditions of the summer, uh, the river would drop. In our area, only parts of western Virginia are experiencing what the U.S. Drought Monitor calls abnormally dry conditions. It's unclear what may happen this spring and summer. Is this just a uh, a drought that we had in 2023, or is it going to be a two-year drought extending into 2024? Nardo Lilly explains the drought conditions are getting better, but it's too soon to say whether we'll have to take shorter showers and limit watering the lawn. It's sort of like predicting the stock market. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in your money news this Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th. Stick around. We'll shift gears and go after the entertainment goal. Midnight. You're with WTOP, Lane. At 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good Wednesday morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. They've got the accident working on the outloop of the Beltway in Prince George's County. It's right at U.S. 50, the John Hansen Highway. You will find that the right lane and the right off-ramp block because of this accident activity. Uh, also in Prince George's County, we have the right lane closed over by Pennsylvania Avenue because of the nightly work zone southbound 95 on the approach to the Beltway in Prince George's County. Also, you lose a couple of left lanes because of the road work in Montgomery County. Work zone going on and the uh, Metro Bridge. This affecting... Uh, this is affecting both directions of the Rockville Pike between the Beltway and the Tuckerman Lane South entrance ramp. Again, uh, be prepared for the work going on at the Metro Bridge. And uh, no major work zones going on currently in Howard County, but in Anne Arundel County in Maryland, both directions of the Chesapeake or uh, both way, uh, two-way operations at the Bay Bridge on the westbound span. That's because the eastbound span is closed because of the overnight road work and then eastbound 100 right lane blocked uh, between Arundel Mills Boulevard and 170 because 
because of the construction activity. In Virginia, you've got multiple work zones going on, including on eastbound 66, or both directions of 66 from U.S. 29 in Gainesville all the way to Falls Church. Road widening operations, the right lane and right shoulder, both ways are alternating closures. Go electric to Fitzway, looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mostly cloudy skies here this morning. We're tracking some patchy fog and even a few stray showers. We'll watch for anything that might freeze on some of the bridges and overpasses. Otherwise, we're mostly cloudy today with a few afternoon scattered showers. That'll carry through the evening with a high temperature just shy 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 35 in Washington, midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th. Brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 1210. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Virginia's unemployment rate rose to 3% in December. Maryland's jobless rate rose to 1.9%, but that ties North Dakota for the lowest. Lockheed Martin ended the year with a record $160 billion in backlog orders. D.C.'s Sticky Fingers Bakery, founded by a two-time Cupcake Wars winner, has opened a bigger bakery and shop in D.C.'s Tacoma Sweets, all plant-based. The Dow lost 96 points Tuesday, but the S&P 500 closed it a record again. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And overseas this early morning, Asian stocks are mainly lower. This hour, the first midnight check. The Nikkei is down by 345 points. The Kospi is off 11. The Shanghai is down almost 5, though the Hang Seng is up this morning by 123. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 1211 on WTLP Radio. Welcome in. Super Saturday. Save 30% off on all furniture at Ashley. Super Saturday. One day of the year. This Saturday, get our best offers. Save 30% off on all furniture, plus free delivery. Super Saturday is 30% off every Ashley living room, every Ashley dining room, and every Ashley bedroom, plus free delivery. Super Saturday is the Best time to buy new furniture. Ashley sofas, just $4.99. Ashley queen beds, only $2.49. Super Saturday, 10 to 9, this Saturday at Ashley. Visit homestores.store for participating locations near you. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, midnight hour, January 24th. Glad you're with us. Thanks for starting your morning with us. If you're just joining us, you can expect it to be partly to mostly cloudy this overnight, early morning. Some patchy fog possible by daybreak. Veronica says you may see a stray shower or two out there. Nothing of any real significance. The low, according to Veronica, 32 to 38 by daybreak. We're at 34 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. 1213 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. 
Going for the entertainment goal this early Wednesday morning on WTLP. The nominees are out for the 96th Annual Academy Awards this week. There are some surprises here, including one big snub for Barbie, but Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer leads the way right now with an explosive 13 noms. Will it finally be Nolan's year after all? Jay Fraze with this WTLP Entertainment Editor Jason Freely to give us his take this morning. Not only did it get the most nominations with 13, by the way, one shy of the record, 14. So not only is it leading with the most nominations, I also just think it was the best made movie. It was my favorite of the year. And Christopher Nolan's also so overdue. You know, you got the career Oscar vibes going for it. Memento, Inception, Dunkirk, Interstellar, all that. And, you know, even mainstream people can get on board with this because superhero fans have been rooting for Nolan to win since The Dark Knight wasn't nominated. That's why they expanded to 10 nominees for Best Picture when Dark Knight was snubbed. So the rooting for Nolan for that and for Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. they're rooting for him to get supporting actor and first time nominations for Killian Murphy and Emily Blunt for the movie so there's a lot of good feeling about it and I think it would be good for the movies and good for the Oscars for a blockbuster to win like that I think Argo about over a decade ago was the last time that a hundred million dollar domestic grocer won best picture so it'd be great if an Oppenheimer or maybe even a Barbie could surprise like I think that'd be great for the Oscars. Jason, speaking of Barbie, seemed like there were some surprisingly snubby things happening there, didn't it? I mean, I got eight, but there were still some big holes. Surprisingly snubby. I like that phrase. Yeah. Yes. Thrilled that it got Best Picture nomination. Thrilled to see Ryan Gosling. You know, he was Ken uh, for Supporting Actor. And America Ferreira, that was a pleasant surprise, Barbie fans. Voters were sleeping on her in previous award shows, but thankfully got in there because that monologue about how contradictory hard it is to be a woman w- was amazing. Deserve it alone. But in terms of the nubby stuff you're talking about, lead actress Margot Robbie, literally the central performance, the face of that movie, wasn't nominated. And director Greta Gerwig wasn't nominated at all. And so to me, it's like, okay, you're sort of throwing the proverbial Barbie out with the bathwater with that, you know, literally the creative (laughs) force, the the director and the lead actress not nominated, but okay, maybe it directed itself. I don't know. Don't worry. Margot Robbie is in there. She is nominated for producing the movie. So she'll be there, you know, vying for best picture. And Gerwig did get nominated for writing, you know, for adapted screenplay. I hope she wins there. So both will be at the Oscars, but it is generating a lot of buzz for a movie, you know, about, you know, trying to critique the patriarchy. Once again, Gerwig and Robbie aren't nominated. Okay. Final 30 seconds. What else stood out to you? Well, I noticed Leo DiCaprio got snubbed for Killers of the Flower Moon. I think people just sort of taking it for granted at this point. But Lily Gladstone, his co-star, became the first Native American woman nominated for Best Actress. So that's pretty cool. Martin Scorsese, I was so happy to see him get in there. He earned his 10th Best Director nomination. So that passes Steven Spielberg's nine for second all-time. Scorsese's now second all-time Best Director nominations behind only the great William Wyler, you know, Best Years for Our Lives and Ben-Hur and stuff. So some all-timer stuff happening this year but it's going to be exciting to watch we have some actual major players that people went and saw nominated this year so that's what's exciting this time talking oscar gold this morning that's entertainment editor and film critic here at wtlp our jason fraley talking with ann and sean quick look at some of the top stories early wednesday morning we're following for you on top former president donald j trump is the projected winner this morning of the new hampshire republican primary president joe biden has won the democratic primary on a write-in Meantime, President Biden making abortion this week a key issue in his re-election campaign, speaking at a rally in Manassas. In addition, U.S. military hits Iranian-backed militia targets in Iraq. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Ciao, I'm Gian Andrea Noseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. 
We love shining a spotlight on today's most captivating artists, so we don't want you to miss our next concert. The Wall Street Journal calls him a master pianist with jaw-dropping panache. The LA Times says he creates spellbinding sonic art, and the Washington Post launches his elegant, absolutely flawless trills. Extraordinary young pianist Sung Jin Cho makes his highly anticipated return January 25th through 27th in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall, following last season's sold-out performances. Witness Cho unleash all the passion and poetry of Beethoven's Piano Concerto Number、no. Four. Nozeda closes the evening with Shostakovich's Epic Symphony Number、no. Five, a masterpiece written in the throes of musical and political rebellion. Don't miss the return of two masters, John Andrea Nozeda and Sung Jin Cho, January 25th through 27th at the Kennedy Center. Tickets at NationalSymphony.org. Coming right up in the midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek on WTOP after traffic and weather. Americans spend a record amount during the holidays. Some are still paying for it. I'm Luke Lukert. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. And a good Wednesday morning to you. It's 12:18. Ken Berger's turn at the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. A couple of accidents working now in Maryland. The new one is in Montgomery County, northbound 270 at West Montgomery Avenue, Maryland 28. That's exit 6A. Three left through lanes are blocked because of this accident. This is a car versus an SUV. The local lanes are open. However, just、uh, in the through lanes, you find only the far right lane open. Then the、uh, loop in Prince George's County. The accident continues at the John Hanson Highway at US 50. Now two right lanes are blocked, along with a far right off ramp. This is a car versus SUV. SUV with a tractor trailer mixed in, so stay over to the far left side on the Beltway outer loop over on the east side, and you also have the road work on the inner loop of the Beltway near Pennsylvania Avenue where the right lane is blocked. Also in Prince George's County, 95 southbound on the approach to the Beltway, you're going to find the two left lanes are closed. Work on the Beltway in Virginia includes on the outer loop all lanes blocked on the ramp to westbound express lanes of 66. Also the Beltway inner loop all lanes blocked on the ramp to eastbound 66, but the main Lanes and then 66 westbound right shoulder on the ramp to the outer loop is blocked. Also 66 from just west of US 29 in Gainesville, heading all the way to Falls Church. Road widening operations with the right shoulder and the right lane in both directions are mobile alternating closures. On 66 from、uh, on eastbound 66, right before US 29, Roslyn paving operations. The right lane only is getting by this work zone, and then northbound 95 in Virginia after Dale Boulevard, right lane getting by the bridge work. Two left lanes are blocked. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. Morning temperatures here in the low to upper 30s across the area. So with some patchy fog and stray showers, we'll watch for any iciness on some of the bridges and overpasses. Otherwise, later today, how about a high temperature close to 50 degrees? Will be mostly cloudy. There's a chance for some scattered afternoon showers that could carry into the evening. But your biggest chance of rain will be on Thursday, from what's looking like 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. Temperatures will be in the lower 60s. With about a half inch of rain, I'm Seven News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at 38 degrees to Pond Circle, 35 Germantown, 38 Annandale. This midnight hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, January 24th, we're at 34 and holding in our nation's capital. Time now on WTOP 1221. Good morning. My name is Shawna Gray. I'm a mother. And I am a native Washingtonian. My husband is working, and I am taking care of special needs children, which is a task. <laughs> I've always gone to the food bank to make ends meet. Me and my husband sometimes we won't eat just to make sure that they have an extra meal in their mouths because I want them to do the things that they dream of. 
One in three of our DMV neighbors faces hunger. Hear their stories at hungerishere.org. Brought to you by the Capital Area Food Bank. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Many veterans in active duty military have invisible wounds like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety. Help Heal Veterans offers them medicine that doesn't come in a bottle. By providing free therapeutic craft kits, time-tested healing tools for invisible wounds that can help relieve pain and improve mobility and fine motor skills. HealVets.org. Healing the invisible wounds of war through creativity. HealVets.org. Sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. Good Wednesday morning, January 24th. Glad you're with us this midnight hour. It's 1222 on WTOP. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Here at home, an Arlington attorney pleads guilty to conspiring to sexually exploit children. U.S. Attorney's Office in this case for the Eastern District of Virginia says this morning, 50-year-old Mark Black pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to produce child pornography, an account of coercion and enticement. Black is set to be sentenced in the case on April 30th this spring. He could go to prison for life. The mandatory minimum is 15 years. He worked, we're told, for the FDIC. Court documents apparently show that Black is a former president of the Arlington Aquatic Club Board and was also a member of two online groups that discussed exploiting children. A former Northern Virginia-based high school basketball coach has been charged with sexual offenses. 53-year-old George Portia of Winterville, North Carolina, coaching girls basketball at Washington Liberty High from 2000 to 2003. Arlington County Police say they launched an investigation locally into Portia two years ago after receiving information about inappropriate relationships that he may have had with minors during that time period. Porsche was the 2001 National District Coach of the Year. He went on to serve as the head coach for Alexandria City High School's girls basketball team from 2004 to 2007, then coached the boys basketball team at Woodbridge High from 2014 to 2016. After that, he went on to coach college basketball and was let go from Virginia Tech in the fall of 2022. Now, Arlington County Police say in the case basketball was uh, he was let go in 2022. Arlington County Police believe there could be more victims here and are asking anyone with information to come forward as soon as possible. And you might have spent hundreds, maybe even thousands on those Christmas presents. But if you used a buy now, pay later program, uh, hang on, those final bills are a coming. And if you don't pay on time, some of these companies charge late fees. And if you're 90 days late, you could be sent to collections and that can ding your credit score. Companies like Klarna and Affirm claim their delinquency rates are low, though. These are relatively low dollar, short term loans. There's this feeling of, like, how much trouble could you get into, really? But Ted Rossman with Bankrate says they can still be financially dangerous. I think there is a risk to overspending. Maybe you have multiple plans running at the same time with different companies, and it can be easy to lose track. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A vote in the Virginia Senate to ban special treatment given to applicants at public universities. You may know them as legacy applicants, those trying to get into a college or university these days who are related to an alum or donor and get preferential treatment when it comes to admissions. The Virginia Senate approving legislation now on Tuesday this week to ban such treatment. The measure now goes to the House of Delegates. Supporters say it will advance fairness and expand pathways to the middle class. So far, no college has spoken out against the bill and no comment so far from Governor Glenn Youngkin's office in Virginia. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. At 1225, our first midnight hit Wednesday morning midweek with Rob. 